This is Soul to Soul, the show with Nessie. Sup, Soul fam, it's Nessie here, back with another episode of Soul to Soul, the show. Can you believe already we have had 60 episodes of this podcast? Absolute insanity. It's amazing. I'm so thankful for all of you guys to, to for being so supportive over the past, you know, year and a bit. It's been an insane year. And it started off, well, the podcast started off because of negative circumstances, but because of those negative circumstances, I was able to create a new show and a brand and have a following. And it's just been amazing. And I'm so thankful for it. And also, if the sound sounds a little bit different, this is the first episode I'm actually recording in my new makeshift studio. It's still a bit plain at the moment. I'm looking around, it's just walls of yellow. And I think it's meant to be cream, but it just comes off as yellow. I am going to be redecorating and you probably will see it in a video sometime soon. Um, But yeah, I moved apartments. I'm now living in uh, Southern Seoul, which is lovely. Like I'm really on the edge of the city, but still close enough that I'm able to get around to all the key areas of Seoul, I'm still on the most important line. I'm even closer than I was before. I'm only like a three minute walk away from the train station as opposed to a uh, 10 minute bus ride. And I have to wait for the bus now. I just leave my apartment and then go there. And it's a two bedroom apartment, absolutely lovely. And so one of the bedrooms I have converted into my workroom slash studio. And I'm just thinking about the things that I can do to modify and change it to the best of my ability um, because the room is quite plain and probably quite unloved. I think she, the previous person who was here just used it for storage, but I'm gonna actually use it as my studio. I've got my computer set up here, my laptop, should I say. I might, I might buy myself like a curtain, put some posters up on the wall, just make it a bit more warm, a little bit more homey, a bit more nice. Um, have a nice lamp here somewhere, just something to, to liven it up a little bit, but it's lovely. I'm happy. I come home every single night, just feeling glad to be home and not just glad because I'm tired from work, but glad because I just want to enjoy the environment. So a little bit of something, a little different to what I originally planned. I originally planned for my, uh, final episode before the, uh, mid season hiatus to be another question and answer. But actually, um, I'm actually recording this, like essentially on the morning that is due to come out. It's like, it's 20 minutes past midnight at the moment on Wednesday. So it will come out later on today. I had my first COVID shot. Uh, I had the first shot <laughs> on Tuesday and uh, it's been, a bit of a mental one. I just, I just wanted to, to explain the story of how we got here to the point where for, from like a month ago, where I didn't even know if I was going to get anything, you know, until winter, until me getting it for, uh, yesterday, yesterday afternoon. So what's been happening over the past couple of weeks, 
um, there has been these outbreaks in various areas around Seoul. And I've covered that before in a previous ep- episode talking about Hongdae and, uh, I mean, there was the Itaewon incident last year, but the Hongdae incident was the most recent. And because that was uh, involving uh, academy teachers, which I am an academy teacher, it was a big deal. Now they were blaming foreigners once again, it comes with the territory, but it made the authorities realize that if they want to open schools up again fully in September, which they do want to do, you can't just only vaccinate public school teachers because there are a whole bunch of people who have close contact with students in other places as well, including academy teachers, because after they go to school, they will go to an academy up until about 10 o'clock at night. And I'm very surprised I didn't think about this, but I think they were only thinking of governmental bodies. But then after the the academy fiasco, like the academy teachers, essentially all, I think about eight of them all got COVID and spread it to their various academies up, up and around Gyeonggi. And then they spread it to their students and then the students took it back to their academies and it was just like a hectic, mad scenario. So the government turned around and was like, oops, we need to rectify this. We probably should uh, uh, include academy teachers as well. So you know what? Thank you for that, because now we got bumped up. People like myself uh, got bumped up after I was feeling a little bit, you know, put out because it's like, you know, I teach, my job is to teach students. I may not be a public school teacher, but I am around these kids for the most part of the day. Why can't I be protected as well so I can protect these children? But yeah, so uh, we got a notification. So it was all done via local authorities. So the local authorities are the ones who were organizing it. So it's not just like Gyeonggi or Seoul or Incheon or Gyeongsangdo or Busan, like the, the areas. It was actually done like with, within local authorities. So like Ganglam was organizing their one and uh, Socho was organizing their one. Like that, that was all within Seoul. And then within Gyeonggi, they had like Suwon, they had Yongin, they had Gimpo, they had Ilsan, like different areas were organizing uh, what they were doing. And it turns out the reason was that we were able to get a little bit more vaccines was because uh, Israel was sending over to South Korea, I think about 700,000 Pfizer vaccines that were due to expire at the end of the month. So it's like, okay, I think that bumped up the numbers a little bit. Okay, fair enough. Great. Great to be included. So with that, um, my my CEO, my my boss, he actually messaged me saying, like, have you heard about this? It was like, yeah, I have heard about it, but I can't find anything because obviously things like that is going to be in Korean. So I was like, you know, I've been hearing this, I've been hearing this. I mean, I'll let you know, but, you know, that the onus is going to be on you to find it. And he's like, okay, it, it, it'd be great. It'd be your, the foreign teacher would be able to get this. And I'm like, 
actually, I don't think it's just going to be foreign teachers. It's going to be all academy teachers because we all are affected by this. And he was like, oh, really? Because I think they were only saying only foreign teachers at the beginning. Because again, blaming foreign teachers. But like I said, it would make more sense to vaccinate all the teachers because we are the ones who are having the most contact. Just vaccinate all of us. So uh, they found a, a documentation specifically for our area and obviously for security purposes. I'm not going to mention where I'm working because um, I don't want you guys to, you know, find out where I work. It's private. Um, but we filled in the form, sent it off. Uh, that was great. And then about a few days later, I got a call from the health center just, and they, they spoke in English, which was great, uh, confirming my name and my ARC number. ARC is like alien registration card. Uh, every single person who lives in Korea gets some sort of ID card and registration number. And for foreigners specific, we call it the ARC, the alien registration number for the alien registration card. Um, and we confirmed all of that and they were like, okay, here's another form, here, another neighbor form. Please fill this in, specify uh, what time you can go and what day you can go. And I was like, I'm not gonna go to the weekend because everyone's gonna be there on the weekend. Let me just do this uh, before work. I'll come in a little bit early, blah, 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 blah. And then people were like, are you sure because it, it, it you could get a fever or blah, 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 like you could feel run down and stuff it's like you know, let me just get it out of the way i don't want to be wasting my weekend traveling to my area of work getting the vaccine and then you know hopscotching it back home it's just it's not worth it it's not worth the drama so then i was like okay let me just sit, sit, set it up so i said okay i'll do it uh what time did i select it was like 11 o'clock, 11 o'clock on um, Tuesday. 11 o'clock on Tuesday, the 20th, Tuesday the 20th. Okay. Um, so we all selected, I think all the, other, the all the Korean teachers had to choose Saturday. But I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm not coming on, on, on Saturday. Uh, all the foreign teachers, we did Monday, two of us did Tuesday. And one did Wednesday, all in the same week because they advised us don't do it the week before because of multiple people are going to be wanting it, you know, that week before. So like, okay, fair enough. So I applied and then I got my text message confirming all this. And at the same time, I was kind of freaking out because I saw other local authorities had messed up. So there was multiple things that were happening. One, people's uh, information was entered wrongly because obviously our names are not Korean. We have to use Roman letters uh, for the majority of foreign teachers. Well, well, all the foreign teachers basically will be from an English speaking country. So our names will be in Roman letters and Korean systems for some apparent reason is not registering that correctly. So if your information is not put in, in one way or another, it's gonna get messed up. So a whole bunch of people got their names input incorrectly. The second issue was that a whole bunch of people just didn't get inputted. So what happened to quite a few people in different academies, the native, the native Korean teachers all had their appointments, but the foreign teachers did not. 
they didn't even get a confirmation or they did get a confirmation and then it got cancelled straight away and or, or cancelled the next day or something uh, because of system errors and system glitches. And this happens to hundreds of people around the Seoul and Gyeonggi area. I'm not sure about like outside, because I don't think that this venture had spread out to like other regions of Korea just because foreigners were not going out and partying in various other places. Like I didn't see a whole bunch of foreigners going out in Daegu, for example. But this was highly concentrated within the most populous areas of Korea. One third of Korea lives within Yonggi and Seoul. So that's where they were concentrating it on. And it was like, Part of me, I was just crossing, I was crossing my fingers, I was crossing my arms, I was crossing my toes, I was crossing my eyes. I just did not want for all of this to happen and then to get have this opportunity taken away from me again. But I was like, you know what, I kind of trust them because they did all of this really quickly. The fact that they called up to confirm kind of reassured me that it's like they weren't going to mess up. And then they sent another confirmation. Um, the time changed. It changed to one o'clock. And it was like, okay, well, I'll start work at two. Will, will, will it be okay? But um, uh, another co-worker said she tried to get one the week before just in case. But she couldn't. But the, the, the system was really quick. The, the queue was really fast. I was like, okay. So let me explain the situation, how, how it happened. We all lined up. Like all the people who were meant to be there at one o'clock, we all traipsed along in the queue. It's hot, hot, hot at the moment in Korea. Like it is, uh, Tuesday afternoon was 34 degrees. So this is midday as well, or mid, around midday, like one o'clock, two o'clock tends to be the hottest part time of the, the day in Korea. So I'm standing out in the sun or at least outdoors boiling. I'm seeing dead flies on the tents because I've probably their little legs got melted on the tent themselves. So we're queuing up. I go in, uh, the woman's like, oh, can you show me your ARC? I thought, oh, would I have to show text messages as well? She's like, no, 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 just ARC. Gate gave it, confirmed my name. And she was like, okay, go in. And then we had to fill out this form, like name, address, uh, the, uh, the registration number, all of that. And then this woman was like, oh my goodness, like, what's your Korean like? And I was like, you know, enough that if you explain something to me i'll be able to do it she's like okay fine went through all the the information any underlying issues and uh, underlying sicknesses blah 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 um is this your first uh vaccination have you had covid recently blah blah and i'm like no 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 okay so we go uh they take our temperature one more time we go and wait for a consultation uh check through the form um uh, one they go into like a little booth. This person like checks all the information on the form, uh, reiterates all of that. Okay, great. Boom, boom, boom. Go into the next zone. It's like it was like a crystal maze. You just go into the different little zones, and then you go for the vaccine, the actual vaccination as well. I went, lovely, lovely young woman. Um, she must have been in like her mid twenties or something. She spoke to me in a mix of Korean and in English. She was asking me like, how long have I been here? I said, Almost five years. And she goes, Oh my goodness, so good. And then she was telling me like, okay, you just be careful. You can't drink alcohol like after this. And I'm like, 
<laughs> when am I drinking alcohol? We're in bloody lockdown. Um, I said, like, yeah, don't, don't shower. Uh, no strenuous exercise. I, I hope I'm able to do bike riding in the morning. I'll see how it is when I wake up. Um, anything that involves, you know, uh, big activity, just be careful. So you're going to go afterwards, uh, watch uh, how things are. And what was quite cool is that there was different zones. It's like, depending on like, if you had any allergies or whatever, you, there was between 15 to 30 minutes that you waited. So like the 30 minutes people who were waiting, I think it's like underlying health conditions. But I, I was put in the 15 minute section, but then I was put in a special zone specifically only for foreigners, which could be seen as discrimination, but actually is maintained by this one person who spoke English and was explaining everything and how long he had to be there for. And there was like a little clock on a table. So everyone got an individual table and there was like a little stopwatch that he pressed the button. It's like 15 minutes and it reset every time. It will beep, beep, beep. Once it beeps, you can go. So like, that was quite fun. And then one doctor came over and was explaining to me, um, like again, what, what I was doing, uh, reiterating what the, the little nurse who did the injection for me, but in English, like he was really senior, really jolly. He was like a really nice guy. And I think what you're supposed to do in between all of that was rebook for your next appointment. But because I was foreign, the guy was like, okay, give me your ARC, give me the sheet, I'll do it for you. And that was fantastic. Then he came back, he's like, okay, your next appointment's in three weeks. Um, so August the 10th, uh, no, August the 10th, August the, oh yeah, August the 10th, because August is the 8th, yeah. So <laughs> the 10th of the 8th. And so, yeah, done and dusted. So I've had my first shot. Um, at the moment, apart from like the site itself, just being a little bit tender, I haven't had any major adverse reactions. There was a point like one hour afterwards where I was sweating profusely, but I'm not entirely sure if that was because of the vaccine or because I was just utterly, like it, it's ridiculously hot outside. So like I was pouring with sweat, but then when I, went into my classroom that had the air conditioning and I had a little fan pointing on me as well. I was fine after about 10 minutes. Um, so yeah, my arm's still a little bit tender, but I'm gonna go and take some uh, painkillers just for that. And uh, they said, don't take ibuprofen. I've got um, Tylenol. Tylenol's like really cheap here. You can get a pack of eight for 2001, which is absolutely nothing. So just for safekeeping, I will do that. Um, no headaches, nothing like that. I have been drinking a lot though. Uh, I drank a lot of water today and I think that is part of the reason why it did help. Like, um, no headaches mostly because I, I think I, I drank about a litre and a half of, of fluids today and I'll drink probably the remaining half before I go to bed just to be on the safe side and just, just keep, my advice is once you get these vaccines, just keep drinking, keep drinking, keep drinking, because if not, that's probably what's going to give you the fever and the shakes and the headache and everything like that. So yeah, the only side effects at the moment is just my, like my shoulder blades just feel a little bit tense. That's it. And I'm thankful for that's the only bit. Um, 
Uh, but I think also what helped is that my classes have been off uh, online. So I have been sitting down. I'm not wandering around and doing anything. The little bit of concern is going to be that when I when I get my next shot, it's probably going to be an online, uh, offline class where the kids will be back in. Um, so if things do get a little bit ropey, I have to be careful. But at the same time, I'm just going to be drinking consistently. I, that's the only thing I can do. And uh, the great thing is, I guess, that by the end of August, I should be fully immune as per the Pfizer standard. So I guess as we go on to hiatus, it's now the beginning of the end now. We're starting to, st- that, that I can start to see the light at the end of the tunnel and it's fantastic. And I just can't wait. I think for me, it's not too much getting back to how things work because things aren't going to be the same again. It, there is going to be a big difference. But knowing now that I have an opportunity to go back to the UK to see my family who I haven't seen in two years, almost two years, uh, to be able to meet my cat for the first time, to see my best friends back home in the UK, to to eat Nando's and fish and chips. But not only that, to be able to travel around in Korea as well. Like, there's so much I wanted to do to be able to go. I want... I want to go to Busan again and experience Busan properly. I want to go to Jeju. Um, I wanted to go to the east coast of Korea to see Dongye. Um, uh, I'm going back to Nami Island in September, which will hopefully mean, like, if once more people are, are, are vaccinated, fully vaccinated, we could probably start going around with without wearing masks and appreciate the the, the lovely air of the island and just... That's what I'm looking forward to, just a new normal, a new normality, a new, new normal, because the new normal is us going around wearing masks. I want, like, normal 2.0, new normal 2.0, being able to go around and enjoy everything while being vaccinated, still being cautious, but at the same time, be cautiously optimistic. I think that's the best thing that I want, and that's what I'm hoping for. So... Thank you so much, guys. I mean, thank you for listening to all my complaints for the best part of essentially a year. But now things are starting to look different and I'm happy for it. So what I'm doing now, I'm just taking a break. I'm going to uh, replan what I'm going to do. Now I have my studio. I've got, I have the space to be able to invite people to record more episodes I'm not in my tiny 1.5 room anymore. I'm in a two bedroom with loft. So, and I have my space where myself and guests can actually sit together and converse and actually have a good old time, a good old chat together. So I'm really excited for the future. It's going to be amazing. Everyone else who's out there, if you haven't had your vaccine just yet, but you're about to when you listen to this podcast or you will do in the near future, Remember to take it easy, don't overdo it, drink lots of fluids, water is your best friend, especially in the summer because it's just getting mentally hot anyway, so just take care of yourself, take it easy, still go out when wearing masks, at least for now until things start getting better, but thank you so much guys, if if you're in a little bit of a drought when it comes to the podcast, do remember I am on social media, I am on... uh, Twitter and on Instagram at Soul Nessie. I'm on YouTube and on Facebook, Soul to Soul. 
thank you so much for these past couple of months, guys, for these past 20 episodes of season two. And as always, I will catch you on the flip side. Bye, soul fam. Take care of yourself. See you in a few. And if you liked that episode of Soul to Soul, why not subscribe and follow this podcast on whatever streaming service you were using to listen? I'll see you in the next episode. Slaters.